Really? This is all you have to do to have peace. All you have to do is this one simple thing to have peace. If everybody knew about this, everybody would have peace. Seriously. Like, I can't get over this. I cannot get over this technique that I stumbled upon that brings you the most peace in your life. And I tried it out and I'm experiencing it now and I cannot wait to share it with all of you. On today's episode called Get Rid of Stress, Become a Minimalist, I'm going to be discussing my journey to minimalism, overspending, friendships, and relationships. So we're going to discuss how these things can cause stress in your life and how to minimize as much clutter and how it affects your mental health. But before I continue... Here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step eat stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and eat those and shit. Well, you'll hear about that too, but let's face it. Sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds and broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work, your stressful life, and or underlying traumas. So we are going to tackle it all. You will be immersed in the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time Make sure you are subscribed to the Avi Unfiltered podcast and that you leave a review. If you are, I wanted to announce if you are interested in applying to my 12-week Eat Stress Away program and you're trying to get that year-round body because everyone knows I don't believe in just getting a summer body and then letting yourself go for the entire year by feeding your body toxic foods that the body does not process and break down. Then you can join my 12-week Eat Stress Away program, and I have my nutritional coaching program. Also, I just launched the Purposefully Holistic Guidance and Mentorship Program, and my clients are seeing results after um, not even one week, so I'm very excited for them. Actually, someone didn't even start the program yet. They're starting it um they actually started it today and they already saw saw results. So it's just a great program to be in. So there is a program for everyone um, that I created from my modules in the 12 week each stress away program. So like I said, leave a five star review. If you're interested in joining any of my programs, I will put those in the show notes. Always feel free to email me. I'm also doing spiritual uh, readings and that also ties in with my coaching programs because you get a mental, emotional, physical and spiritual protocol as I am a medical 
intuitive and the majority of the clients that come to me through those spiritual readings are experiencing experiencing some sort of depression, trauma, anxiety, um, and just want to know about how to proceed in life because that's what I do. I help you with stress. Stress, everybody deals with that. So if you are interested in any of those things, they will all be in the show notes. Without further ado, let's dive in, shall we? So minimalism is... Minimalism is such a journey. It's a beautiful journey. Now, when people think of minimalism, they think of the white vase. Some people say vase. However you want to say it, you can say it. (laughs) But some people think of the white vase, um, the white walls, the white floor, or, you know, very monochrome and minimalistic, which I absolutely love. And everybody knows I absolutely love a good monochrome minimalist aesthetic with a pop of color I just think is so absolutely gorgeous and beautiful but it is a journey to that so that's just one aspect so it's not so much the interior design of a home it's an interior design of your home so minimalism is an interior design of your home and what I mean by that is that we all live inside our bodies okay and We have four different bodies. We have the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual body. And I'm also hearing spherical body. Okay. Okay. What I'm getting um, from, if you've been keeping up with this podcast, you know that I channel messages through Creator, Spirit, and Angels. So whatever I get, I say. I'm, I'm hearing spherical spherical body um and i'm i'm getting auric fields so we may look straight up and down but we're really circular and there's i'm getting fibonacci series so you know our bodies are some of us are very connected to source and we're connected to as well as we're connected to source we're connected to certain um memories as well and certain uh, experiences. We've all had different experiences and the way that those experiences affect our mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual body can either ignite our vibration and raise it or lower it. And so that's why Creator Spirit and Angels had me to say spherical and auric field because we also have that as well. You know, when... You go for acupuncture and they do the needle or when you get a tattoo, it's very it's not in an up and down motion. It's in a circular motion because your cells are circular and the way the blood flows, the blood flows in a circular motion and we're just circular beings. We're really made up of cells and those cells are circular. And so I'm getting a heavy visual of like a Fibonacci spiral spiraling up into the creator. And that's 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 how you get to that piece You know, whatever you call the creator, whether it's God, whether it's Allah, whatever you call source, the source of life, the source of your life, even if you just say the sun, you you know, S-U-N, whatever you choose to say, whatever brings you the most peace, whatever level you're trying to reach is your source. And um, for me, it's, you know, it's the creator within and the creator without because we're all reflections. Um, if we want to be so those auric fields and that spherical body have to be cleansed 
You know, uh, when I think of spherical body, I think of like a cocoon. And when I think of an auric field, I think of something over that spherical body. If you guys want to research this, I'm just the messenger. So I even want to dive in and research that more because um, I know about auric fields, but spheric fields, you know, okay, they're telling me I did know about that, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Okay, got it. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. I'm hearing some of you can actually use obsidian uh, for because I'm getting heavy trauma. I'm getting trauma bonds. A lot of you are having trauma bonds with people and that's going to keep you stuck. And especially it's Aries season. This is not the time to be stuck. Aries is all about movement. It's a cardinal sign. It's also a sign of impulse. It's a sign of action. It's the leader. And if you're stuck, that's not Aries. Okay, you have to follow the seasons. You know, if you're not following the seasons, you're out of alignment. It says if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out. So you're man you're constantly manifesting the karma you're putting out. So staying stagnant this season is not cool. And so that's what I'm getting. So you really want to get some obsidian, figure out how to um vibrate higher and attract better connections for yourself because this is actually what's going to help clear your energy some of you need selenite and clear quartz i'm also hearing um organite and shungite for some of you and i'm seeing this silver this silver stone it's like a crumbly looking stone it almost looks like a it almost looks like one of those stones from um was it Pennywise from it when they hit him in his deadlights? That's one of the stones it looks like. I'm getting uh, not cobalt, a uh, hematite. Some of you need hematite. Mm -hmm. Hematite is one of the stones I was getting. I'm also getting carnelian. Uh, place that over your heart. Um, some of you do need Moldavite. The only thing with Moldavite is if you're not ready to purge and cleanse, do not get Moldavite. If you're new to Moldavite, please research that before you get it. Some of you are adept um, with crystals, so I highly suggest Moldavite, especially if you're if you're wanting things to enter your life and things to exit your life quickly. Moldavite will help you get rid of it and align your spirit. You also need to be uh, journaling as well. And you need to get a move on that. Get your thoughts going. Get Definitely get your thoughts going. So my journey, so that was a, a long channel message, but I'm, I'm thankful for it. And I hope all of you are too, because a lot of you are, are into spiritual things and spiritual people and ready to heighten and vibrate higher, which is what this planet really needs. You know, it's time out for vibrating low and doing the same shit it's just very oh my goodness it's just not that time to be stuck and stagnant because like I said you may think you're stuck but you're going backwards and it's just not cool it's a trauma bond it really is it's a trauma bond you're it, it's a binding agreement that you have what we have to do as people is recognize that in our mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual bodies are these little, you know, things called chakras. And those really have to be cleansed. You know, someone was saying, this person was saying, this man was saying on one of uh, the videos he was teaching people, and he was saying that chakras aren't real. And I think from the perspective he was thinking of, I don't really know. But chakra comes from the Sanskrit. It means wheel. 
And to me, it represents your cells. It also represents these balls. I keep, I always see circles, and I discussed this on one of the episodes, and that's why I was given um, spheric, spheric fields as well, because in those balls are memories, and this is what keeps people going backwards, is because of those memories they're tied to. You know, a lot of times when people are healing from trauma and you're you're having a good day, you may have a day where you have those flashbacks. And that's because there's still some um, residue. There's still some lessons that you have to learn from what happened to you. Um, maybe there's some inner child healing. Maybe there's some um, something you're holding on to from that experience that needs to still need some healing. Uh, And that's perfectly fine. It doesn't mean that you're weird. It doesn't mean that you're not normal. It doesn't mean that you're disgusting. And that's what I want people to realize that when you go through trauma, you're not disgusting. You know, some things are traumatic. When you go through, whether it's sickness, whether someone abused you, whether someone put you down, don't ever feel weird or disgusting. You know, no one's here to judge you. I'm not here to judge you, but I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be tied to what someone did to you because that's going to sabotage you. You know, that they're you're letting them win when you don't vibrate higher and you don't elevate and you don't choose to live your best life. So in order to, you know, declutter those mental, emotional, physical and spiritual bodies, you have to get to the root of it. When did these things start? Do you know what's happening with you? Do you know how to activate those things? And that's why um, my four-step method is extremely popular with my clients and with people because it allows people who are not in touch with their emotions to navigate through that. You know, that's why I say do the brain dump first. So step one is to do a brain dump. And like I said, right now I'm looking at the wall. So I may write down wall, door, Um, you could write down what you're feeling, what, if you don't know how you're feeling, you could write down what you're thinking. If you're a more logical person, it's basically a method that helps every single person, person, (laughs) does someone have a lisp? I'm picking that up heavy. Someone likes to talk, but someone has a lisp. That's what I'm getting. So if you're listening to this podcast episode, you do love to talk, but you have a lisp. That's pretty cool. Um, Keep talking. Don't let anybody discourage you. Keep talking. Um, <laughs> that was so weird. I, I hardly ever do that. Um, anyway, I'm seeing blue. Whoever that is, you need blue calcite. Okay? Yeah. You need blue calcite. So you want to do a brain dump. If you're a logical person, um, you're probably thinking logically about the next thing you have to do. So write that down. You'll probably see that that thing you're thinking of is one of your stressors. If you're a more analytical person, you like to plan things out. Well, write it down as if you were planning something like what's the first thing that's coming to your head? What's the second thing that's coming to your head? You know, then comes the from that brain dump, you make the list. From that list, you circle the stressor. From that circling the stressor, you eliminate it. If you don't know how to eliminate it, apply for my 12-week stress away program, and I will help you get rid of that. 
because uh, that's what I do. That's my expertise. That's my specialty. I like for people to be well, and it's only if you want to be well. I don't hold your hand, but I give you tools to where you can help yourself, and that's what empowers people and makes them feel, you know, powerful and wanted on this planet and feel like they have a purpose. So that's what you can do. So my journey to minimalism, I would say my journey to minimalism started when I was overweight. I was about 168 pounds. And what happened when I was 168 pounds? When I was 168 pounds, I kind of went on a journey of, well, I was sick. That's what happened. I was sick. And I remember wearing the same black shirt over and over and over again. And I realized at this very moment that the reason why I kept wearing the same black shirt over and over and over again, because my priority had to be my health at this point. So I was spending more on my supplements, on my vitamins, on healthy foods. And at this point, I realized I really didn't need a lot of stuff. I really didn't. And then at that same time, I went on a journey of because I was eating so healthy, you know, I wasn't a junk food vegan anymore that much until like a year later when, you know, my life took a turn. So but anyway, so I wasn't a junk food vegan at this time. I was trying to eat, you know, more healthy. And I was drinking smoothies that were like beets, corn, almond butter, romaine lettuce. It was like a bunch of healthy shit. It did not taste good, but it got the weight off of me. It was getting my energy back. I was like, I'm thankful. <laughs> so I became closer to animals and I became closer to the earth and I started to go through my clothes. And if you want to do the same thing, take today and make a list of things you don't want in your closet, things you don't want in your drawer, and write that down. So I started to make a list, or not make a list, sorry. I went through my clothes, I went through my bins, and I went through everything that was leather. Because even though I ate vegan, I was not really an ethical vegan um, due to the fact that I was doing it for my health. I really wasn't like for the animals. I wasn't as close to them as I was now. You know, I always knew I loved animals, but I wasn't that PETA vegan, <laughs> I call it. But then I became that way. I went through my stuff. I threw away my sneakers and then I started researching different companies and I was like, oh, wow, I have sneakers from this company that treats their their workers like shit. I got to throw this out. I got to pawn this. I got to give this away. So I would give my stuff to charity. I gave stuff to my little nieces. Um, obviously not my nephews because they're not a girl. Um I would give, you know, give certain things away. I went to sell certain sneakers to the old sneaker shops that sold uh, sneakers to, um, you know, people who were looking for bargains. And I used to be a sneakerhead, but that bin filled with a bunch of sneakers was gone. And I started to wear like vegan brands that nobody heard of like it, it wasn't even promoted it it wasn't even promoted online and I was just thankful that I was doing something 
good for the earth. And I felt cleansed at this point in time. So minimalism goes beyond the aesthetic. It's the aesthetic within and the aesthetic without. So I started, even though I've always pretty much worn black, I used to actually wear pink in school, in high school, and I actually hated it. But I thought like like it was something to wear because I bought it. I absolutely hated it. I was always very, like my nails from the time I was a child were darker colored. Ask anybody. I was not the type to get. Well, now I now I do different colors, but the majority of the time they're dark or they're neutral or they're nudes. You know, they're not so much. I don't do a lot of pink, even though I do wear various colors, various spectrum of light. I call it. I just don't say color. I say spectrum of light. The spectrum of light because it's how it's reflected off of the light really I don't know I just say it that way I'll just say it that way but I do get you know pops of pink sometimes but I'm usually wearing all black now whereas before I would get darker colors on my nails I would wear a lot of black I would also wear blue I'd wear a lot of greens and neutrals but I used to wear a variety of colors back then but I was mostly I like I always did like black like darker colors so anyways now once I was like 168 I wore a lot of black especially to cover up and so that was like my my go-to and to me I just could kept it even though I'm like in the low 120s now because to me it makes me feel empowered I absolutely love monochrome colors whether that's gray whether that's um browns certain caramels oh I just love it all white um some green I do absolutely love especially that forest is it forest green or like not olive green I, I do like green. Some blues I like. I, I'll do pewter, which looks like a blue. So that is what I I like to wear. That's basically what I like to wear. And that's what I gravitate towards. It brings me the most peace. So I was wearing that at that time. And I went on that journey, like I said, to become closer to animals and throw all those things away. And it just it was a cleansing experience. And at this time, I haven't I wasn't getting perms or anything. It was you know, it's been it was a while since I got that in my hair. So I already had, you know, non-toxic. I was doing organic and non-GMO, but it was just the um being more ethical, being more eco-friendly, being more sustainable, drinking more out of glasses and giving back. I've always gave back to charity and always fed the, the poor and things of that nature. That's not something I publicize because <laughs> um, I've done various things for different people, but I don't, you know, publicize those things. Anyways, so that's what I did. I started to cleanse my physical environment. And when I cleansed that, I started to do a mental declutter. 
Now, the emotional declutter, that was a journey. That was truly a journey. And I think when you're cleansing your emotions, because it's hard for people to deal with. You know, like I said, you get memories. You get flashbacks. You feel like, why did this have to happen to me? Why did I have to experience those things? There's a lot of things in life you don't forgive yourself for. You don't forgive yourself for things that you may have allowed people to do to you in the past or allowed people to say to you or allowed certain things. And what I want you to realize is that everything happens for a reason. Even if it's a bad thing that has happened, it has happened for a reason. You're here for a reason and you're meant to make the most out of life. You know, a lot of things have happened to people. It doesn't mean that you're not strong it doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're a wimp. It means that at that time, that was your mindset. At that time, it depends on what it is. It depends on what it is. You know, some people have been raped. And some people blame themselves for being raped. Listen, you can't fight everybody. Don't don't blame yourself for that. This goes for men and women. Because I know some men do listen to the podcast. Don't blame yourself for that. You can't, everybody can't fight everybody. Everybody is not stronger than everybody. You have to forgive. I'm not going to say you have to, like you have to do it today. Eventually, forgive yourself. And the way in which you forgive yourself is by telling yourself that Acknowledging that it did happen. And honestly, working with your intuition more to avoid other bad experiences. Maybe getting your birth chart read. Um, maybe journaling. Maybe acknowledging how your body feels going certain places. Maybe how your body feels around certain people. There's times when I'm walking and I'll hear my spirit will say, uh-uh, turn this way. And I don't ask why. And people will see me turning around like, what the hell is she doing? Turning around. <laughs> I'll never forget when I got in that car accident at work. But see, my mentality at that time this was, uh, yeah, this was a car accident in 2009. My mentality at that time was I got to go to work because that's what we were taught. You know, that's what we were taught, whether it was in school, whether it was at church, you know, you go to work. You go to work or whether you were taught that at work, you go to work. So everybody was saying work, work, work. So when I got up, I had a horrible feeling, horrible horrible feeling and it was funny because it was like I went to work I had the best day at work that day too and I hated that fucking job so I was like oh maybe it wasn't nothing right I said maybe it wasn't nothing so I go to there's a reason why I'm telling this story some of you don't listen you need to listen sometimes um, before you go places, I'm not talking about rape cause I'm not blaming nobody for that, but I'm just saying avoiding other toxic experiences 
that could potentially happen to you. I will never say that it's your fault for being raped, abused, domestically abused, hit by somebody, bullied by someone. That's not your fault, okay? So don't think that I'm saying that at all. Don't think that I'm saying that at all. What I am saying is be more in tune with your spirits. You can empower yourself to avoid other toxic experiences, whether that's a future argument or whatever, car accidents, like I'm saying. So I'm leaving work. I'm, you know, I say goodbye to people because I'm friendly. Then I get in the car and I go to one of my favorite bagel places. And everybody from Connecticut, you know about Goldberg's. They have the best bagels. So at the time, I was not vegan in 2009. <laughs> so I got a double egg. Uh and cheeseburger with on a croissant and I was so happy because it tasted like nobody else's bagels like seriously so I was happy so I'm in the car it's a green light I see this older woman coming out of left fields all the cars were going I see this woman all I heard was boom I felt like steel had hit my mouth. I, I didn't know what hit me. Then all of a sudden, I wake up because my head, all I remember was my head was on the dashboard. I wake up. There's smoke everywhere. I see an elderly woman. And I'm inhaling smoke. The airbag is out. I look to the left. I'm like, oh, my God. The, my immediate reaction was I'm going to die here. And, you know, I said at the time I was going to church, so I was a Christian. So I said, Lord, forgive me. You know, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to heaven. <laughs> this is I'm. this is real. This is real shit. I'm saying this is really what was happening. At, immediately when I said that, I felt my finger. An angel placed my finger on the um, left side where the window was because I'm thinking I can't get out. I jumped out the window. I was so frazzled. Um, one of the policy enforcers who you guys refer to as police, I call them policy enforcers, came, was holding my head up because, and I had kind of was like in and out. I was kind of, I was fainting. I think I was more so shocked, so I was just kind of all over the place. Um, I got taken to the ambulance. I was burnt. My arm was burned. Um, they thought my arm was broken. The ambulance thought my arm was broken. They were like, should we see if her arm is broken? And so they did that. They had me doped up on morphine out in the hallway. There were no rooms, bootleg-ass hospital. <laughs> Hartford Hospital, I hate you, dumbasses. Um, had me out in the hallway, doped up on morphine. So it took me about a year. I went to therapy for an entire year. Um, so I had a bad knee, bad knee injury. I had smoke inhalation. I couldn't really talk, couldn't breathe good. Arm was burnt. It looked like a big-ass bruise, and then it was scabbing like a burn. It was burned. Um, so it, it was a horrible accident. It was a horrible accident. And then I found, found out that I also had a, a small fracture on my jaw, which they call a green stick fracture or whatever. That's what, what happened. So I was badly injured, but I made it out alive. The car was totaled. When I got to the car place, they were like, are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. 
barely. But yeah, so I was going to school, going to physical therapy at the same time. And but anyway, I say all that to say I did not have a good feeling. So my lesson that I took from that was when you don't have a good feeling, stay your ass in the house. And I do. And sometimes I'll hear things like, oh, my God, I was about to go there. Oh, my God, what if I had gone down that street? Or, oh, my God, what if this happened? You know, there's been there's 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 been times where it's like, oh, if you had left at this time, this is what would have happened. So it's very important to be in tune. So dealing with that emotional declutter, it takes you acknowledging what happened to you. It's, it's going to take you facing it. Um, you may need to work with someone. Um, and that's why I work with clients on that because I know how difficult that is. And I know how deep of a depression you can go into when you're trying to heal from various things in life. It could be things from when you were little that come to the subconscious, especially when it's like Scorpio season and there's a Mercury retrograde. And, you know, it's it's so much that the body is actually sensitive to and these are things that are important if you don't believe in astrology I mean the whole zodiac constitution has to do with astrology so I highly recommend you look into just look into these things you don't have to agree with me just look into it and see what you come up with there's a lot of things like I said before in past episodes I didn't agree with but once I looked it up I was like oh kind of makes sense so just look into it if you think it's foo-foo that's your biz I don't know why you're watching you're listening to this podcast then (laughs) so that's what I looked into in terms of uh physical I mean uh spiritual that spiritual declutter that takes you really grounding yourself and allowing yourself to be free and surrendering sometimes instead of letting your logic run things it's it's listening to your spirit more so in terms of spirituality so that's what I did to to declutter that was my minimalistic journey it was just me allowing myself to feel pain um, but not let it rule my life to actually let it go through my body and out of my body and it took it was not easy it took time it took journaling it took tears, it took screaming, it took it took anxiety sometimes, it took depression, it took different things. Um, it took me going outside in nature, it took me working out, it took different techniques for me to really, um, it took me calling on my angels when it was just too much to handle. So you have resources, that's what I want you to realize, that you have resources in that uh, arena. So the next thing I want to talk about is overspending, overspending. And I'm actually going to make this a two part because it's a little long. (laughs) So we're going to talk about overspending when your root chakra is not balanced. And what I mean by root chakra is, like I said, going back to, you know, the chakras, you have memories in those chakras and If you did not have a stable home, if you were brought up in poverty, if you, you know, if you're not used to certain things, if you're not used to having certain things, 
you're going to constantly overspend, whether that's to make it look like you have it because you maybe you were picked on when you didn't or maybe because you're dealing with trauma, you feel like overspending helps you with dealing with your emotions. Maybe that's it. Um, So that's what a lot of people do. You know, they overspend because they're not settled. When you are anxious and when you, for instance, say you're bombarded with your subconscious thoughts and you don't know how to deal with them. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go get me some ice cream. I'm going to buy me all these clothes. You know what? I need more jewelry now. And it's because you're trying to deflect from what's really happening. You're trying to deflect from the fact that you need some time to heal yourself. You need to settle yourself. Maybe you don't need all of that stuff. Maybe you need to feel appreciative and grateful for what you have right now. Uh, Maybe it's not the right time for you to be investing in various things. I'm drinking some essential oil infused water right now. If you can hear it, that was a little ASMR for you. (laughs) I talk a lot, so I like to keep my throat chakra clear. So, um, Balancing that out by doing some, using some red jasper, using some, I don't know why I heard red malachite. I don't even know if that's a real stone, but what I'm getting from that is sometimes you you get certain things, you have to decipher them with your spirit. I'm getting that your root chakra is imbalanced, but it's tied in with your heart. You know, your heart um, correlates with that poverty mentality or that I don't want to face my emotions because maybe you were heartbroken. So getting things like malachite for your heart, um, using certain essential oils like lime to help with trauma, you know, essential oils, you know, aromatherapy, doing certain things, getting aromatherapy massages, which I actually do. Um I love using my hands um, for healing. What else? Rhodochrosite. Various red agate, you know, to, to balance you. You could put it on your pelvis. You could put it on the bottoms of your feet. You can simply go outside in nature and wear it. Um, you could. Okay, they're not having me say that, say that part. But there's various things that you can do. And, um... It's just taking heat. It's being open to that. It's being open and allowing yourself to change and not letting your ego get in the way because the ego naturally wants to protect you sometimes. Sometimes you need to function more on on your spirit. I won't say so much ego. I'll say your your flesh because knowing what I know, your ego is your sun sign, whether you're in I'll just go down the line of the astrology, whether you're an Aries, whether you're a Taurus, you know, whether you're Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, you know, whatever, whatever sign you are. 
I'm sure I probably missed a couple. But anyway, or maybe I didn't. But whatever your sun sign is, that's your ego. And sometimes your flesh wants to go against your spirit, which is trying to get you to your higher self, which is basically your ego. You know, it's your it's your character and, per, and your personality is your ascendant, but your character is your your ego, your emotions are your moon side. I don't know why I'm going into astrology. Okay, here they go again saying, you do know why. <laughs> Drinking more water, guys. So getting you some selenite to balance you out. I'm seeing a lot of yellow right now. A lot of you are going to be enlightened and a lot of you are going to be ascending. A lot of you are ascending and you're going to continue to do so. But you have to become the minimalist in your life. So next week we're going to talk about how to stop from overspending. I'm going to go more into that. We're also going to be talking about how to become the minimalist in terms of friendships and relationships, as well as how to protect your peace um, in all of this, and as well as some tips I'm going to give you on how to be a, min a minimalist, how to implement this right away. And I will have a special guide for all of you. Actually, I do have a special guide um, if you want to get started on that. I'll give it to you uh, next week. So I hope this was helpful. I think I did do, I did write a blog on minimalism. I will have to include that in the show notes as well. So I hope this episode was helpful. Have an unfiltered day. I'll see you next week.